Robert Rosenthal with the IlliniBoard.com. Robert, obviously, huge win for Illinois. They're now 6-1 on the season, going to make a bowl game. Well, they can't. They're eligible to make a bowl game, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But, obviously, what are your thoughts on the game beating Minnesota today? I mean, I cannot recall a three-game stretch like this. You know, there, there have been good seasons. There have been, you know, the 2007 season went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, you know, but there wasn't even in that in that season, a three game stretch against the three preseason favorites for the division for the big 10 West and win, win, win. You, you dominate Wisconsin on the road. You hold on to beat Iowa at home. And then you completely dominate Minnesota at home. You know, nearly every publication had those three teams, one, two, three in the big 10 West preseason and Illinois beats all three of them. You know, I have friends, we were talking before the Wisconsin game of like, you know, one and two is probably good. Two and one would be crazy. Who could think? And now it's three and oh against those three teams. It's crazy. And according to some statistics, they haven't beaten Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota since 1983. So, I mean, what are your projections on this team? It's kind of a new era here. It's, yes. it's wild. Yes. And when you look at, you know, now on the schedule, you have Nebraska, which is a team that people, you know, with an interim coach that people think might finish four and eight. Uh, Michigan State has struggled. They come to Champaign. And then probably the, you know, the thing, the game that would be to try to win the Big Ten West and go to Indianapolis would be that, uh, would be that Purdue game in, in Champaign. So it's just crazy how it sets up that these three games are out of the row, out of the way. You still have Northwestern on the schedule. You know, the one really, really tough game on the schedule is at Michigan, obviously. But the rest all look winnable at this point. And obviously going to today. We got to talk about him. Chase Brown, obviously getting over a thousand yards for his career. He's nationally ranked. He's continuing to just dominate. I mean, he even caught. He was yes. even receiving today yes. for a yes. touchdown, a 40-yard touchdown. Talk to me a little bit about what are your thoughts on him? He's just demolishing <laughs> on the field. It's crazy. So I have a friend who goes to. Uh, he was an Ole Miss grad, and he sent me a text before the season. He's like, "Okay, give me the give me the one sentence on Illinois. Tell me." If I watch an Illinois game this fall, what do I need to watch? And I said, there's two twins from Canada. One is the tailback, one is the safety. I mean, if you look here, the first touchdown was scored by Chase. The final interception was Sydney. You know, it's such an amazing story that these two guys, you know, Chase originally went to Western Michigan. Sydney came here. They, he transferred to join his brother. And now you have twins leading both sides of the ball, uh, one leading the nation in rushing. And... I mean, after this game, after doing this against the Minnesota defense, there will be legitimate. Should Chase Heisman, we or should Chase Heisman listen to me? <laughs> should Chase Brown be one of the five guys in Indy or in in New York City for the Heisman? So it's just it's it's crazy to have a team that's probably going to move up in the rankings each of the next two weeks because of a bye week. You're going to have somebody mentioned in Heisman conversation. You have the leading rusher in the country. You have a defense that. <laughs> that barely allows points. It's just, it's it's hard to fathom all of what's happening right now. It's definitely crazy. And we'll get to defense here in a second, but let's stick with offense with Tommy DeVito. We weren't even sure if he was even going to play today. Mm -hmm. And then he comes out and he does this. I think he was 25 for 32, throwing 252 yards today. I mean, he came out and he got a touchdown as well. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing from him. Against a defense that had given up like 10 points a game basically so far. That, you know, a, a Minnesota defense that was ranked as highly or possibly higher than the Illinois defense. Um, and he does that against them while injured. You know, it's, there are so many things we're talking about, Bryce, that are just like, <laughs> how do you put words around that to say, oh, yeah, well, he's injured and missed a lot of practice, but he came back 
toughed it out, and oh, he also threw for 250 yards against a defense who doesn't give up passing yards. Everything is, is crazy right now. And speaking of the passing yards, Isaiah Williams, someone who, you know, I think people expected a lot more from him this year, but, you know, he proved everyone wrong today, and he was playing extremely well, leading the team with receiving yards. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing from him. Yeah, if we go back a week, you know, after the Iowa game, you're thinking, okay, Isaiah Williams came out, Taz Nicholson came out, Tommy DeVito was out, probably not going to have Josh, Josh McCray back. You know, you have all these things that are, oh, he's out. Well, he's out. Oh, boy. And now, not only do these players return, but Isaiah is, you know, he's that big, he's a third down target today. And like, hey, go get open, run that curl, that little route on that fourth down play where he just lost the defender and, and kept that drive alive. There's just so much from him that, that uh, fans have been waiting to see. He's a five-star recruit when he signed and, and, you know, all this that you're expecting and, you know, to have it play out in a game like this is amazing. And obviously on the other side of the ball defensively, I mean, it's the first time Illinois did allow a score at home for the first time. But, I mean, they still pulled off a win, still only held them to 14 points. Yep. And let's talk about the true freshman, Gabe Ackes. Mm -hmm. I think he had six tackles, a sack today. I mean, there people were quoting him. I think Bielema called him a freak of nature. So, I mean, did you ever expect this from a true freshman? No, especially, I mean, especially like this time last year, Gabe Ackes was committed to Tulane. Uh, he was going to go to a smaller school, a group of five school, as they call it. Um, you know, the Illinois coaches discovered him and offered him, and he flipped from Tulane to Illinois. But nobody expects the guy you flip from Tulane is going to be – I mean, he's almost certainly a freshman All-American at this point. You know, he's going to show up on, on a lot of those freshman All-American teams. And for him to step in and be able to do that as a true freshman, you know, with several years left in Champaign, it doesn't speak just well for the rest of this season, but for the future. And just defensively in general, obviously this is a nationally ranked defense. You know, they're holding people to – not many points per game. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's crazy just to think about this defense. Three interceptions, one by Sidney Brown, as we mentioned, Quan yep. Martin, um, Kendall Smith as well. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing from this Illini defense. Yeah, the interceptions, I guess that's 12 now in the season. So that, I think the leader had 12 going into today. Kendall Smith has four total. Kendall Smith has four. I think he's yes. leading as well. Yes, I, I write an article every July every July for the last since 2012 so it's been 10 this was the 11th time I've written it where I trace the Illinois interceptions against the rest of the country because there were years there between 2008 and 2020 where Illinois would have two interceptions on the season three interceptions on the season. they had three interceptions in this game you know <laughs> so for them to be at 12 already it's just something that's been missing in Champaign for a long time when I started tracking it in 2012 was the year that Illinois was dead last. Out of 130 programs, Illinois was 130th over the previous 10 seasons in interceptions. That's changing, and as that changes, wins come. And, you know, it's a big part of what this defense is doing right now. And going into this game, Minnesota's 5-1. and one. They, they were a pretty good team. Mo Ibrahim, the running back from Minnesota, is was leading. I think he's gotten over 100 rushing yards in the last 14 games, 13 or 14 games. He's mm -hmm. got a record here. I mean, Illinois, he still did really well, don't get me wrong, but Illinois only let them have 14 yes, points on the scoreboard. Yes, yes. And, you know, seven of those points were a 95-yard kickoff return that, you know, ended up they just needed to go four yards to get that touchdown. Without that kickoff return, you're, you're, they're probably at either seven or ten for the game, held to only 180 yards. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing in this game. I, I didn't see the final, final box, but, you know, the yards were something in the in the range of 450, 460 to 180. 
that is a dominant, dominant football game. Yes, maybe the score sounded a little close with, with what it ended up, but it, it wasn't close. They needed the little kind of crazy things, one busted play for a long run and the kickoff return to even get those points. Um, and, and without that, the rest of the day, there, there was just nothing there. And so that's, that's the encouraging thing. You know, you can win a game where the yards are even, but three tipped interceptions land in your lap and you, and you win the game. But when you win a game by, your, by out gaining the other team that many, to have 40 minutes of possession to 20 minutes of possession, you are showing you're that much better. And if they can do that to a Minnesota team who has been you know, ranked, you know, ranked this year and, and highly regarded, you know, coming in as favorites, as whatever the line ended up, and you can do that against that team, then you, know, you look at the rest of the schedule and it's, it's pretty exciting for Illini fans. I guess I know we already just kind of broke down this whole game, but I guess what is something that kind of stuck out to you this game? Uh, the biggest thing to me was Tommy DeVito. Um, you know, Chase Brown is the known entity. The defense is known. Everybody knows what. I don't think anybody knew with the best defense Illinois has faced that Tommy DeVito is going to, th on with an injury, is going to throw for 250 yards. No one really thought of that, and he was accurate. He, you know, some of those fourth down throws where it's you got to you got to put this in a tiny window, or else we're headed the other way. It's going to be Minnesota ball, and the way he fed those throws in there, the way he stepped up, even even with a bum ankle, um, you know, the way he 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 did this was was really eye opening. Now you have to start talking about like, okay, well, is he? Playing like the best quarterback in the Big Ten West at the moment is—is is he that guy? You know, so um, that was the biggest surprise to me—is is how the passing game moved the ball. And now Illinois has a bye week before playing Nebraska. We mentioned interim head coach. I guess you know, what are your thoughts? I guess final thoughts about this Illinois team, and obviously they get a little rest before that game. Yep. You know, what do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, it's it's crazy to have this moment where you got ranked this week, and you know. Illinois fans know that there have been moments in the past, even with the basketball program, that you, okay, you're ranked again, and then you go out, you think you're pretty good, and you play a decent opponent, and you blow it. And so, you know, what, to, for them to, to take that ranking, to dominate this opponent that came in, now you have a bye week. You move up in the rankings this week. Just the way rankings go, some people will lose the following week. While you have a bye, you'll move up even further. So, you know, you might be talking about the number 15 team the next time they take the field against Nebraska. Um, win that, and you come back home for two more home games that are that are really winnable, uh, and then you can start talking about going to Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship game. It's crazy. Uh, you know, to hear myself say those words is, you know, I have these stop signs in my brain. Like, are you sure you want to say that? Well, I'm sure I want to say that at this point because, you know, what they've done is just so, so impressive. Definitely the 6-1 now, Illinois. 6-1, that's great. All right, Robert, well, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, Bryce.